Well, what's up, guys? Hope everybody's doing good. Um, just rounded out a pretty pretty good week's training. Um, that's seven hundred eight miles this week. Um, I think it's it's pretty much week four that I've been back training. Um, it's six weeks after Houston, so for two weeks, you know, I took it pretty easy, like maybe like twenty mile and then like thirty five mile maybe. Um. And then I'm usually pretty aggressive after that, so I went like 82, 82, 92, 102, 108. Um, I will probably go and run five mile later tonight. Um, it's something I used to do um, back when Nick Badeau coached me. You did your pretty solid long run that morning. Not solid pace, just solid length, time, distance, whatever. Um and then usually we would have went on a Sunday night, well, next marathons, guys. I was actually by myself at the time, so I don't know why he would said we. Um, and I would do another five-mile run. Um, and and it, it used to just round out the week pretty good. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Might not definitely do it. Might. Um, I'll just see how I feel later. Um, so, yeah, good week. It's, it's been a good month. You know, it's been a solid month. I've just started to recognize over the last week that it's, it's just became a bit stressful for various different reasons. And, um, you know, I, I try to keep stress relative. Um, and I try not to, like, dwell on things too much. But normally I end up dwelling on them too much anyway and being overstressed about things that just, you know, don't deserve your stress. Um, and so the last week has just been, like, a bit a bit annoying. Um, different things going on. You know, I was due to fly to Portugal, but um coronavirus you know i think it's i don't know how concerned people are over it i I was a little bit concerned i was a little bit like unsure what the best thing to do was um and so truth be told after all the stress and everything that's been going on um i i just decided i also watched the u.s trials and and you know i was super inspired by the usa trials the marathon trials and um i had a bet with my coach that Somebody from sea level would make the team and not one person who was based at sea level made the American team. Um, everybody who made the team is full-time at altitude. The only person who isn't full-time at altitude is Galen Rupp. And Rupp has his house simulated to about 10,000 feet of altitude or eight to 10,000 feet, I've been told. Um, so, yeah, if that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what will. So I'm on a plane tomorrow, back to Flagstaff. I booked it this morning. Um, it, it, it wasn't necessarily planned, but look, the way things have gone, um, the way, yeah, like coronavirus is spreading, um, you know, it's already in Belfast, I think, I was told. Um, goodness knows how much it would spread here. Goodness knows how much it would spread over Europe for the likes of the Portugal trip. And um, it's not only that. I, I what I don't want to what I don't want to happen over the next week or two um, is is more headlines in the news, coronavirus, events being cancelled, and. And I just know it is having an impact on my psychology. And, you know, is New York half still going to happen? Should I go to Portugal? Should I still be going to New York half? Should I be avoiding things like this? Like, it's just, it's just given me too much to think about, too much to process. And, like, I need my life to just 
be simple again. And simple for me is, you know, waking up in Flagstaff and, and the goal for the day is to get fitter and to get stronger, to get more flexible with yoga. Um, I know I've been slacking off with things like yoga and um, my nutrition and my lifestyle and um, Flagstaff's one of the best places in the world for me personally to bring all that back together. You know, I basically built a yoga studio in Flagstaff in, in one of the spare rooms that we have um, just to enable me to, for it to be really comfortable in the mornings for me to, you know, have my coffee and, and then do my like pre-yoga routine. I haven't done that pre-yoga routine in, in could be a month. Um, and, and I could make up excuses as to why I haven't. Um, and a lot of it is to do with comfortability. And, you know, the house I stay in, for example, has wooden floors. And my bedroom's tiny. There's no room on the floor to do yoga. And, and just little things like that. Like, But I know that's excuses. And um, But, I mean, instead of, like, making up excuses or instead of being annoyed at myself, I thought the best solution for me was just to go back up the mountain. Um, it's not very good timing. Um, I probably should have went two weeks ago, which would have given me four weeks of altitude before the New York half. Two weeks is not a lot. And actually, it'll only be about 11 days um, because I'll have to travel the New York half. So actually, it's a terrible idea, you could probably say, um, in terms of altitude for New York half marathon. Um, but we also have to understand that New York half marathon isn't, um, you know, the main goal is the Boston Marathon. Um, and, and although the altitude won't help New York half, I think yoga before my runs will. I think eating better at altitude will. I think sleeping better at altitude will. I think my lifestyle will. I think getting over jet lag a little bit earlier will help, etc., etc. So you have to weigh everything up. Like, you know, will 11 days at altitude help um, New York half? I don't know. Might, maybe won't. Everybody responds slightly differently. Um, will yoga, better nutrition, better sleep, better lifestyle, um, et cetera, et cetera. Life being simplified, less stress because I'm not trying to decide what should I do? Should I go to Portugal? Should I go here? Should I go there? I think if you weigh it all up, um, Flagstaff will come out slightly ahead, if not like properly ahead. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Like I was speaking to, um, Andy Vernon's wife, Tash, who I was, you know, going to be in Portugal with, with Andy. Um, and, you know, like, I'm sure they'll be disappointed that I'm not going, but, like, I'm, I'm sure they'll understand. Like, they, they were concerned, as I was, with um, traveling and airports and planes. And, um, like, at this point, the risk will probably be Dublin Airport. Um, you know, maybe like someone traveling through Dublin might have passed germs or blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know that there's been too many cases in America. So, you know, I fly from Dublin straight to Philadelphia. Um, yeah. Whereas other alternatively, I'd have been going Belfast International to the Faroe, Faroe back to Belfast, Belfast to London, London to New York. And that would have been my travel. So um, I've sort of simplified travel. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, um, obviously, New York half stays as it is. I, I heard Paris Marathon this morning got cancelled. Um, you know, that's pretty crazy um, for Paris Marathon to just, you know, get shut down. Um, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, 
but yeah, you know, it's it's all good. Like that's a good month behind me. Um, it's a good time to travel because you know I can probably take a couple of easier days now because I have got you know a solid month behind me. Um, so I can use the next sort of like two or three days to um rest up a bit for travel um and then acclimate once I get the altitude. So you, you'll probably find I might not do any type of session until next Friday. It'll probably just be a lot of easy running um, between now and Friday. But even running easy will probably have my heart rate all over the place at altitude. I also realized that I've sort of lost respect for sea level. Um, and I, and I, don't, I don't mean to sound like a dick when I say that. Like, But, you know, on Friday night, I just decided to go do 60 minutes hard. And, you know, I had done a session on the Thursday, which I'd found really tough. And then I go on Friday night and do nearly 12 mile at 5.15 pace. And that, that's just a lack of respect. Um, it's a lack of respect for sea level. Um, it's a lack of respect for, for training and, and things like that. So yeah, like I, I don't, I don't, I do things like that, but then I don't let it go unnoticed. You know, I, I say to myself, like, you know, Scully, when's the next time you're going to do that? And you're going to fucking burn around one of those laps in the Victoria Park in a 510. And then you're going to feel your hamstring lock up and you're going to just think, why the fuck did you do that, you tit? Um, so excuse my language there, but, you know, I, I just I notice the patterns. I get frustrated at sea level because I know I'm not working hard. I know like the runs are my heart rate's low and things like this. And, and what tends to happen then is once I lose, whereas when I go to altitude, I have this high level of respect. I know you can't fuck about. I know you can't do things too hard or you just get super fatigued. And and so it, it just it helps me slow down. It helps me stick to the basic rules, et cetera, et cetera, where I've just found myself here at sea level thinking like what rules, you know, um, and, and that seems a bit silly. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 all good. Um, I'm, I'm definitely happy with things are at. Um, there's no doubt about that. I'm happy with how my fitness is starting to come around. Um, I'm, I'm unsure about New York. Like, I'm about to send Haas the first month of my training. And I think I'm going to look at it and be like, holy shit, like, that's a that's a really good month, you know? Um, but the problem is, like, when you've got – when you're doing a half marathon in a marathon buildup, I just I just think it's a tough one to get right. Like, if everybody else is just training for the half, like, instead – where, where I'm kind of, like, doing – mostly marathon type stuff and then every now and again a half marathon type session that's probably like people who are just preparing for a half marathon are probably doing mostly half marathon stuff and then every now and again they're doing a 10k session you know and so like they're literally preparing for the half like I'm probably preparing for Boston and then every now and again they're even throwing in a 10k session which like is boosting their like chances of running well at the half even more um so yeah I'm I'm well aware of that um but it doesn't mean that I don't believe it plays a very important role in the build up to Boston because you know it's it's 13 13 miles around a course that I'm told is like hilly and, and tough and a tough course. And so like it's thir- it's a 13 mile day around a hilly tough course. You know, like what else could you ask for in terms of getting prepared for, um, for Boston? You know, 13 miles around a hilly tough course working really hard. 
Like, you know, what else do you want? That's absolutely perfect. Um, so, no, yeah, I, I'm definitely pumped about it. It's, it's one of the best half marathons in the world. It's, it's New York City um, on St. Patrick's Day weekend. Like, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to it. Um, I'm just realistic about expectations and, and things like that. Um, because, obviously, I, you have to have, like, you have to have priority goals, and, and my priority goal is Boston. I think if you don't have priority goals, then you can fall into a trap of half preparing, half preparing for one race and then half preparing for another race. Um, and what you don't want is half a result in one race and half a result in the other, if that makes sense. You know, you really want to make sure that um, you're getting the most, you're getting the most out of one race and using the other race if you can in your build-up, um, and, and I know that's how most marathon runners do it, um, because you cannot, you, it's just physically impossible um, to prepare for everything, and I think I used to fall into that trap, not only, not only did I like half prepare for races, I wanted to be good at everything, you know, I wanted to be a good 1500 meter runner, um, I wanted to be a good 3K runner. I, wa- I just wanted to be good at everything. You know, I wanted to be good at cross country. Um, you know, at some point, you have to, like, pick, you know, like, pick pick something that you want to be really, really good at and then really, really focus on being really, really good at that. It's, you know, that's simple. That should be a, a really simple way to process it. Um, and I think that's what I've got very, very good at um, is I've clearly found... You know, in the marathon, I just beat Tariqa Bikili, right? You know, Kenanisa Bikili's brother. So I think I found an event that I'm pretty fucking good at. Now, if it was a 10K or it was a cross country or it was a 5K, I don't expect to beat that guy. But I found an event that I can be very, very successful at. And maybe it's because I don't mind not being brilliant at the half marathon in the build-up. You know, like, I'm not... It's far more difficult to stand on a start line in a really competitive field knowing your eyes are on a race in five weeks' time. Like, I could just hide at home. You know, nobody, nobody's making me go and do it. Um, so I think that's equally. I think that's what... I definitely think that helps. Um, and, and like I said, it would be far easier to, you know, sit at home. And um, if I think it has a goal... so. When I did like Philadelphia half marathon in the build up to Doha, um, it, it played a role. It was going to be super hot. It was going to be super humid. I had ran 24 miles on the Sunday before it. You know, I, I was tired. I was exhausted. Um, and you're standing on the start line against people that, for all you know, like, you know, maybe they've been preparing for it for six weeks. You know, maybe they've tapered like perfectly into this race etc etc and 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 so there you are on the start line and you just have to decide what like what are you what are you looking for in that race you know is is it if it was your key race and you hadn't tapered for it etc etc well then you're an idiot but to me i just wanted a hard effort a really hard effort that was going to test me physically and mentally in the build-up to doha and then obviously it played a role in the build up to Dublin as well. Um, now, when I came second at Dublin and ran two twelve oh one, 
do you think anybody cared or asked me about Philadelphia Half Marathon? Of course they didn't, because it, it was irrelevant. Um, so I think that's an important note. Um, have goals, have reasons for doing certain things. Um, you don't have to, you, first of all, you don't have to think that every race you do is the, is the key, key race. And I don't think it can be. And then also, you know, you can have different reasons for doing certain races. Um, some races can literally just be set up um, to challenge you, to test you mentally, to test you physically, to test you how you sort of cope under pressure, um, to test you how you cope when, you know, maybe you haven't tapered and, you, you know, you haven't fully prepared. How do you how do you cope mentally? Um, and then how do you still stand on a start line and think, let's be really fucking competitive today, you know? Like, let's still work really hard. Like, I've noticed myself, like, moving into this sort of, like, headspace where I'm like, God, you know, I think I might struggle in New York Half Marathon. This field is really, really impressive. And things like this, you know, like, but but then I sort of see the challenge is, the challenge isn't necessarily how I do that day. The challenge is how, over the next two weeks, I get my headspace into a good place that says, you know what, maybe I still can do really, really well that day. Okay, it's it's supposed to be a hilly and really tough course, so maybe it's going to suit me because I'm doing more marathon and strength type stuff, and I don't know if my competition has done, you know, two pretty solid ten mile sessions in the same day, and um, I don't know if my competition has done, you know, a ten mile session on the Thursday and then twelve miles at five fifteen pace on the Friday. You know, I don't know if my competition has done that. So I won't write myself off just yet, but I can tell that I'm definitely getting nervous because of how impressive the field is um, and because, of course, my plan is built around a very successful day at Boston Marathon. Um, so, yeah, today's, today's a day of eating good, hydrating as well as I possibly can um, ahead of travel, um, getting myself organized, getting myself packed, um, sorry, I'm just pouring a glass of water. Making sure I have um, hand sanitizers, things like that, like, you know, disinfectant wipes. I have that first defense stuff, um, and I'm going to use that. Last night, I was at the Spurred of Running Gala. Um, super, super impressive. Um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just impressed by the organization. was really impressed by the night itself. People all come together, and, you know, I think it's just a reminder sometimes that running really is... Um, a sport for all. Um, really, it doesn't matter if you were out this morning doing a long run in an attempt to break four hours, three hours, two hours, 30 minutes for a marathon, um, 40 minutes for a 10K, 50 minutes for a 10K, 60 minutes for a 10K. Everyone's out there doing their thing, you know, preparing for these races, or there's some people just out there doing their thing because it makes them feel mentally better, physically better, means they can have a beefier lunch, you know, a fry and not feel bad about it. Like, Running's brilliant. Um, it, it definitely provides a lot of benefits, um, and I'm and I love that it's my sport um, over a lot of other sports. You know, people get asked like, what sport would you rather do professionally, or would you rather win a medal here, or would you rather be a Premier League football player, or blah blah blah. I love being a runner because it's really really tough, and and it makes you a really tough minded person. Um, so look, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm currently about to have some bacon, eggs and toast and you can probably hear my bacon sizzling in the background. So I want to keep a wee eye on that.
I'm going to turn the extractor fan on. Extractor fan on, so it's going to get noisy. Um, but yeah, look, I'll, I'll give you an update once I'm back in Flagstaff. And I'm going to say if I fucking get in a plea and I go back to Flagstaff. But look, it's fully booked and paid for, so I'd bloody better. All right, guys, take care. Bye bye.